Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today's guest is a recent Firebird Book Award winner. She is Judy Miller, and her award-winning book is titled Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. Judy started her career as a certified public accountant and went on to excel in the world of corporate finance for some of the largest companies in the world. As a graduate of the Harvard Business School Executive Leadership Program, she has been dedicated to personal development and helping others excel in a constantly changing environment. She's also worked with some of the world's most spiritual visionaries and is trained in ancestral and energy clearing. Her journey has brought her numerous lessons around the nature of the creator, forgiveness, and the trajectory each soul follows throughout the course of many lives. And as an author, coach, and radio host, she shares her relatable and heartfelt messages with others who want to awaken to their true greatness and experience lasting happiness. Her book, Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation, will inspire you to live a life filled with greater freedom, joy, and happiness, and you can't ask for more than that. So let's find out more. Welcome to the network, Judy. It's great to be here, Pat. Thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> well, it's all about you, so <laughs> I'm just sharing it. And congratulations on the book win. Thank you so much. It's, it's such an honor. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you and to uh, read your book and now to share you. You know, as I was reading the information on your bio, it sounds like you have lived a life from both sides of your brain. We've got the analytical side as the CPA, the spiritual side, doing the work that you did with energy clearing and all that you've been trained in. Let's just talk about that for a moment, because I'm sure all of that colors your writing. Absolutely. And you know, I believe the universe is perfect and it's always orchestrating in our highest and greatest good. And I think the reason why I was a CPA and finance director for so long is because it helped me make some sense out of my life that didn't make any sense to me at all. So Pat, have you ever been afraid? Yes. Yeah. And you know, as I look back in my life and the reason I responded the way I did before is because as I look back on my life, I realized that for my entire life, I lived from a state of fear. I was afraid of being different, not fitting in, being incomplete. But in addition to that, I had these primal fears that I couldn't even understand. So as a child, I could sense and feel different energies, and I never really knew if they were there to help me or to harm me. And I had this uncontrollable fear that I was going to be attacked. And that's why I said that CPA, that kind of, you know, analytical side of my life, mm -hmm. helped me make sense of this part of my life that I couldn't understand. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. And think of how many other young people are feeling that way as well. Um, and they don't even express it. And especially during these times, Judy, their fear is everywhere. Yeah. And you know what was really interesting, Pat, that I learned on this journey was that fear wasn't even my own. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the fear that we feel, we create these stories about why they exist in our lives, but sometimes they're not even our own. We inherit them actually from our ancestors. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting too. There's so much to know about this. Uh, maybe give us a little peek into your book because maybe that'll help us understand the book and what we can glean from your writing. Sure, I'd love to. So as I mentioned, for most of my life, I lived from the state of fear of being attacked. And I had a hysterectomy several years ago, and I looked up a healer near me. And this healer helped me heal after my surgery, but she helped me explore where this fear of the dark came from. And we never talked about this fear of being sexually assaulted because I didn't know where that fear came from. 
And we started to explore so many things. You know, we inherit paths, so many things from our parents. We know that. We inherit the color of our hair, the color of our skin, the shape of our nose, and so many other physical characteristics. But what I learned is that the science of epigenetics has proven and shown that we could actually inherit the pain and the trauma from our parents and our ancestors. They say every female baby is born with two to three million of their reproductive eggs at birth. So for much of your mother's young life and her young adulthood, you were actually in there as an unborn egg. So her triumphs as well as her traumas, you actually experienced them on an energetic level. And Pat, what I learned on this journey was that that fear and that trauma that I felt in my body every night and that fear of being attacked was actually the cellular memory of when my mother was attacked as a child. And I actually never even knew that until recently. Oh, my were you able to ever have that conversation with her? Was she still alive? Was she around for you to discuss that? Yeah, so we actually did have that conversation, and it was such a healing journey. Um, you know, many indigenous cultures believe that when we heal, we actually heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. So when we heal, it's not just for ourselves, it's for all of us. Oh, wow, what a gift to your future generations, right, in your family. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, there's actually a shocking ending to my story. So that very healer that I trusted to heal me in this lifetime actually had a past lifetime connection to my family and was actually one of the people that contributed to that fear and that trauma. And, Pat, I know that my story sounds a little unusual, maybe un uncommon to some people, but in that moment of revelation, I actually saw how all of our souls are actually interconnected across lifetimes and how we can truly never get it wrong. We could always come back and heal in any moment. Um, so that was truly the gift that I got from that journey. Oh my, so this encounter with this healer was clearly not random. No, it wasn't. And I do believe that, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the stories of life, but if we look at life as, you know, as a blessing or as a project, and we don't take it so personally, we could sometimes really see the gift in each situation. Um, because in that moment of revelation, Pat, I could have felt fear, anger, and betrayal, but I didn't. Instead, I chose to see the gift in the situation. So how do we go about seeing the gift in the situation because we're not trained at any point in time to look for the positive, rather it seems to be the opposite. So what can we do if we've got this recurring story that's going on or the thoughts that we have? How do we deal with that? I love your question. So I used an acronym called NEST, N-E-S-T, like a bird's nest. And the first letter, N, starts for notice or become aware of our stories and our thoughts. So exactly what you said, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of them are actually the same ones we had yesterday and the day before, and 80% of them are quite negative. And the reason we're hardwired this way is because thousands of years ago when we had to hunt and gather for food, it was critical for us to notice and remember the negative aspects of, of a situation. It was critical for our survival. But we no longer live in that world or in that environment. But many of us are on autopilot, so we really need to disrupt that story. We really need to first become aware of them and flip them off. So that's the end. So that was a perfect question. <laughs> and then um, the E is to actually experience events, emotions, sensations in our bodies. I believe our bodies tell the truth and our mind doesn't always tell the truth. And I'd love to give just a simple example that I heard recently that I think is so perfect. Mm -hmm. So Carly Simon and James Taylor, 
famous musicians. Uh, they used to be married, right? Yeah. So before they would go on for a show, Carly would say, I have this fluttering in my chest, a tightness in my stomach, and a dryness in my throat. I am so nervous. And James would say, I have this flutter in my chest, tightness in my stomach, and dryness in my throat. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So we have sensations in life, but we're the ones that actually attach a story to those sensations. So I believe, again, the body tells the truth. The mind doesn't always tell the truth. So it's important to actually experience life as emotions in our bodies or as sensations. Um, so Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor wrote the book, um, My Stroke of Insight. She was actually a famous Harvard neuroscientist who was actually able to heal herself from traumatic brain injury. And what I got out of her book, Pat, was the 90-second rule. And what she talked about um, in her healing journey was that whenever an event occurs, either good or bad, it takes us 90 seconds to process that event in our physiology as sensations and then let it go. And after those 90 seconds, it's up to us. It's up to us whether or not we truly let it go or we start to create a story. So that's the E to really experience those sensations. The S is to scratch the record. Um, So many of us have that same story that keeps playing over and over and over again. And we need to scratch that record so we can't play it again. And some of these you may have heard, you know, um, as soon as you start to have that negative thought, you start to notice it, cancel, 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 clear. My stop word is squash. And I literally see myself like stepping on it and squashing it. But the one that I love, Pat, the most is something I learned from Tony Robbins so many years ago, and I call it zany crazy thing. So, Pat, have you ever gotten into an argument with someone where you had to prove your point? Oh, Yes. (laughs) My my husband and I sometimes get into that. So what we agree to in advance is whenever we get into that situation, whoever remembers first will reach over and grab the other one by the nose. It sounds, it sounds, you started to laugh. Of course, right? (laughs) It's so zany and crazy. So we start laughing. So we can't actually, most of the time, I can't even remember what I was arguing about, but what it does is it disrupts that story. Mm Mm-hmm. So I invite people, we all know those stories that we keep playing over and over again. So in advance, come up with something zany or crazy, the crazier the better, um, that you can use to disrupt your story. So that's the S. And then Pat, the last letter is T, which is tender, loving care. And I know that so many people today feel isolated and alone. And I believe that isolation and that loneliness that so many people feel, it's not because we're separated from each other. It's because we've become disconnected from our creator. We've become disconnected from the essence of who we truly are. So that loneliness is when we have abandoned ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually. So the T stands for tend and love and care, to spend time truly loving and caring for ourselves. And, you know, some people say or ask me if that's arrogant, and it's not. Because when we love ourselves more deeply, we have more love to give to others. And Pat, I I actually discovered something um, quite by accident because I used to go to my healer every week and I discovered this quite by accident laying on her healing table week after week. And as I closed my eyes and had nothing to do, I would literally just imagine people, places, things that I loved. Mm -hmm. And I would just literally feel all of it. I would feel it. I would sense it. I would imagine it. And I would let that sensation of love move throughout every cell of my body. And I would bring up image after image after image. 
Mm. And that sensation and vibration of love literally just opened my heart. But what I learned was that that sensation of love is not dependent on anyone or anything. I could create that sensation of love in any moment because we actually are all love. So obviously your life has changed dramatically since the early days um, simply because of the experiences that you had. And so your book, I'm assuming that this will be a good starting point for those who want to perhaps take that same journey themselves. Absolutely. So they say most people actually don't read past the first 19 or 20 pages of a book. So the way that Perfect is actually written is 80% of it's actually written as a novel. So you could actually go on the journey with me as if you were there. And then the other parts of the book, there's a couple of pages of just reflection to kind of show you what were the key lessons that I learned that you could apply in your own life. And that there, and then there's also some very, very simple exercises. And I made them purposely simple because I know how complicated people's lives get. And what I found also is that sometimes the simplest things are the most profound. So there's some very simple exercises in the book too. Excellent. Oh my gosh, Judy, this has been a great conversation. Just so much more to know about you. Before we begin to wrap up, because we've got a short time today, is there anything though that we missed that you felt important to talk about? So a lot of my book is about letting go of the stories, the stories in our lives that may or may not be true. And what I like to tell people is that when we let go of the stories, the labels, and the judgment, we see everything through the eyes of love where there is no separation. And I think that's such an important message today because we feel separation, divisiveness um, sometimes between each other. So I just that's such an important message that I would like to communicate to listeners. Thank you. It is extremely important today. There's so many people that don't even speak to each other. So we need to bring that love and forgiveness and understanding. All of that needs to come back and we need to all work hard to achieve that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, the subtitle to the book is The Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. And there's so many different definitions of forgiveness. But for me, it's really simple if I can share it with you. Yes. It's, it's, it's really to just forego or to let go of. So painful and unwanted events are going to happen to all of us. Forgiveness for me is just letting go of the contracted negative stories that we may be holding on to mm-hmm. so we can move forward and experience true freedom and happiness. It's not about condoning the actions of another person. It's to let us move forward. So there's a famous saying by Nelson Mandela. He said, resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And to me, that's what unforgiveness is. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope those who are listening think about that. And if there's someone in your life that needs some forgiveness, whether it's family member, a friend, or yourself, I hope we can be open to uh, take those steps to do so. All right, my friend, share your radio show and share your contact information. We didn't get to talk about the radio show, but I think that would be a real positive for our folks to know about. Sure. So it's called Journey Through to Awareness, where we go beyond the limitations of our mind to really open up and experience the greatness that we all are. It's on talkradio.nyc, and it's on every Monday night. And my website is Judy, J-U-D-I Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R dot net. And all of my social media handles are there. And I actually also coach people as well. Oh my gosh, you are just a beautiful person. Thank you so much for this. We've been talking to Judy Miller. Her book is titled Perfect. A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. And the website is judymiller.net. 
Any final words of advice before we head out? You know, what if life was one huge interconnected puzzle with no wrong pieces, each piece perfect and part of the whole? Oh, you're going to leave us with that to ponder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Judy, thank you for today. And I so appreciate you, the book you've written. And I would love to continue this conversation with you some other time. It was such a privilege and an honor, Pat. Thank you so much. 